Hello and welcome to Meet Our Makers, an artist interview podcast produced in association with Beats Per Minute. I'm your host, Jeremy J. Fissette. On this episode, we get to meet Jeff Hiller. Jeff is an actor who most recently has been co-starring with comedian Bridget Everett in the HBO series Somebody Somewhere. It's a gorgeous, very human little series um, that returns for its second season uh, this Sunday on April 23rd, or, you know, whenever that was for you, whenever you find this podcast. In this chat, Jeff and I talk all things Somebody Somewhere, We talk themes, we talk characters, we talk the rarity of this show in relation to the current TV landscape, the queerness of this show, his start in the industry and the sort of long, complicated road that led him to this acclaimed series and this acclaimed performance. We also touch upon current events, popular culture, shout out to Betty Gilpin. And before we get into the interview, I just want to remind you all of the Patreon page. If you haven't yet, please consider going to patreon.com slash meetourmakers and consider becoming a pledging member. It helps out the show, and there are some little rewards you can get from it. It was such a delight chatting with Jeff. He is such an infectious laugh and an infectious demeanor, and it was just so much fun. Uh, It's tangential, it's a little irreverent, but most of all, he is so candid and warm and inviting, and I appreciated that very much. So thank you for listening. I really think you'll enjoy. This is me meeting Jeff Hiller. I don't know if you're ready to take in this beauty. (laughs) Anytime, anytime. No, I leave it up to my guests because I discovered a lot of people do prefer it off. Mm. I don't, I wasn't anticipating that when I started this whole thing, but you know, I leave it up to you guys. So that works for me. <laughs> um, well, hi, Jeff. Hi. How are you? I'm doing very well. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Thank you I'm so sorry, much. I'm sorry, I'm eating uh... the tiniest ice cream cone right oh, now. Oh, <laughs> are you? I, I, I couldn't tell what you were eating. <laughs> It was only this big. It's from Trader Joe's. It's so cute. Oh, I was going to say, what is it? <laughs> it's a little ice cream cone. That's okay. Shockingly, you're only the second person to be eating on this show. Someone else was eating a really? donut. Really? Yeah, someone else was eating a donut one time. It's fine by me. I don't care. <laughs> it's because you're interviewing Hollywood people. <laughs> you know, I'm actually, I'm actually not. Eat. That's the thing. <laughs> Are you a Hollywood oh, person okay, now, good. Jeff? <laughs> Oh yeah, that's why I was eating, you know, carbohydrates. A, a and tiny sweets. ice cream cone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, I do appreciate ice cream or no. I appreciate you taking the time with me today. Of course. All right. Well, the main reason, among others, but the main reason I I asked you here now in in April of 2023 is that uh, somebody somewhere HBO series is coming back. Uh, season two starts April 23rd. Um, on HBO and HBO Max, the uh, the the first season came out last year and ended. I was surprised to learn, to read over a year ago. It feels like not that long, but it was like oh, really? February of last year. Um, yeah. So in the world of streaming, when is when is it ever ending? Well, you know? <laughs> I I watched I watched it as it aired. I was I was there. Really? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Finger on the pulse. Yeah. Well, I don't even know how I 
like it's such a tiny little show. I'm surprised. I don't know how I found yeah. out about it in like the moment it was coming out. I don't remember, but I I did, and I watched it every week for seven <laughs> for seven weeks. Um, so now that the new season is is coming out a little bit over a year later, I mean, how are how are you feeling now that we're kind of in these last few days before the premiere? Uh, I'm I'm feeling good. I um, I've seen the second season now, and I think it's. I think it's good. I think it's good. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> my my hesitation is about my low self-esteem, not about my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I really went on a downturn in, in season two, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Um, it's just Fred Rococo in space, you know. <laughs> it's the only character, the only character in the whole season. Yeah. That trailer I don't was know a why complete I'm promoting fake. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the trailer came out, um, I think last week or maybe the week before, and it, it it was so it just so perfectly captured the tone of the show. I'm talking about the longer trailer with the uh, right the teeny teeny trailer, um, <laughs> the teeny which teeny is just <laughs> so so delightful. Uh, what are you most excited about for season two? Um, well, we shot it like way back in July. So mm. um it it doesn't feel like uh, it feels like oh my god, I can't believe people haven't seen this yet. <laughs> it's yeah. been like 9 months. <laughs> yeah. Um so it it uh it feels very exciting just for people to to know what what I know cuz like I'm not in the writers room, so I'm just as much like everyone else being like what else is Joel going to do, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um so what I really love is um uh Sam and Joel's relationship and how it's progressed since season one and um and how their 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 affection for each other has has grown so tight that it's almost uh at the expense of exclusion of other people. And so um I just think it's really interesting the way the writers have have created it. And uh I don't know, I just I really just want people to see it. I'm excited. Yeah, and it actually have eyeballs on it <laughs> yeah and it, and it is you know you mentioned the age of streaming it is a weekly show it's not one of the shows that you can just sort of binge which i think is kind of nice actually for a show like this it has a very sort of low-key rhythm to it that i almost feel like binging doesn't suit so i kind mm. of i kind of like that um we have to sort of wait and sort of let it marinate you know <laughs> yes exactly um, although if you do binge it it's shorter than most oscar movies you know yes it's it's i believe it's seven episodes again it is a quick it's a quick little breeze seven episodes they're like 20 minutes each yeah. you can get through real quick don't feel yeah. like oh how will i ever catch up it's not <laughs> it's not like catching up with gray's anatomy it's you know yeah. no there's not like 250 300 episodes of the show to watch no <laughs> exactly um, yeah, I'm very interested to see how their relationship progresses because that was one of the things. Actually, I just rewatched the pilot um, this morning because um, I hadn't seen it since last year, and um, mm. the relationship between those two characters, between Bridget Everett who plays Sam and you who play Joel, uh, happens so quickly. Like it's mm -hmm. so just sort of blink and you miss it. Uh, is it? Did you know Bridget beforehand? It's sort of. So, uh, yes, I mean, I, I knew her. Right. You were like friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't even know if her number was in my phone. Yeah, but she, um, I loved her. Mm -hmm. I was obsessed with her, like Joel is obsessed with her, and uh, and we both performed at Joe's Pub, so we were kind of, you know, 
in each other's orbits right or i was near her orbit <laughs> <laughs> um and uh and but i think the chemistry really came because we lived together while we were shooting both the first season and the second season and so mm. we weren't just working together we would like go home to this airbnb both both of us and also murray hill and sometimes even one of our producers who was just in town, Carolyn Strauss, but one of those two, one of our directors called it the Ding Dong Dorm. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it just really helped foster having a friendship because we were we were creating a friendship, you know. And it was also like high COVID during season one. So we were like, yeah. we couldn't even go to brunch or whatever. We were just like <laughs> having a lot of DoorDash. <laughs> together and being like thank you thank you <laughs> <laughs> exactly look we can breathe the same air we're a pod <laughs> yeah you know it's it's funny too that kind of strategy that um you know i've i've known some some films that kind of do that and and some series do that but i feel like it is such a risk because like if it, <laughs> yeah, if we can it, also hate each other right if it doesn't pay <laughs> off like that's gonna that's gonna be tough but like the chemistry between yeah. you guys and and um Anne Marie, who comes in later, is so quick and just so easy and warm. I mean, that rapport, like I, I specifically think of um the scene when 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 Sam goes outside and, and you go out to comfort her. Um, mm. you know, it's like you've oh, my guitar just fell over. Um <laughs> <laughs> we have so many. Uh, I know. I have an I have an issue. <laughs> um yeah, but you got to comfort her and like I don't. I don't think you guys had said a line to each other at that point, but it's just like instantaneous. You go out and you comfort her and you tell her that you remember her. And, um, you know, it's that really and lovely, I think the writers, lovely moment. Right. And the writers set that up really well where, where she doesn't remember him, but he is, uh, he not only remembers her, but he reveres her. And mm -hmm. so it, it doesn't, it doesn't feel awkward for him to talk to her because she is right you know, she's royalty or whatever. She's, she's so fancy. And, and for her, she's in this, you know, she's just cried. And so she's already in this vulnerable space. She's already cracked open accidentally. Yeah. And, um, you know, he's the one that gets in there. The moment <laughs> the when she starts, the moment when she starts crying in the room, it, I was, cause I was watching it again. I'm like, what is this? The fourth shot of the show? Like it's so early <laughs> and she's already crying. It's so good. We're gonna get but, to that meat real quick. <laughs> oh my god, I know. Um, but so that scene specifically, I had a I had a note down because uh, I had forgotten this line. But you have a line that is particularly sort of gutting and, and sad mm -hmm. in a way. And you, I feel like you probably know what line I'm talking about. But uh, it's when Sam is like, uh, you know, she says she remembers you, and you're like, no, you don't. And oh, she says, no, I don't. Right. And then you said, it's okay. A lot of people don't remember me. <laughs> And I, I feel like that is sad. <laughs> it's so sad. And it's something that is so relatable. Like it, especially like, like I relate to that. You know, I, I was a queer kid in high school. Uh, it, it's a very specific experience. Uh, and you do kind of remember everyone else, even though so many yeah, of them don't remember you. I mean, at least for me, it was like, well, of course I remember you. I wasn't talking to anybody. I was just watching all y'all. Right. <laughs> But y'all weren't watching me sitting alone in the corner. Right. Yeah. And you're just like, okay, yep. Yeah, that's what you're doing. I remember everything about you. And yeah, you're right. Like Joel, 
she's been gone for years and yet he right. has held on to her and i i don't know i just, i guess i was wondering if if you also related to joel in that sense it sounds like you do oh absolutely i mean and it's not on like when i first read the script i was like oh i think somehow even though i don't know the writers yet they know me and they're yeah. writing this for me and even the bridget's not like a super close friend i think she just wants to write this for me which makes no sense at all and of course like since then they've all been like no we just writing it like every gay man over 40 is right. like yeah i audition for that <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh i think i mean i think that's the reason i got it is it it just really was very much like me i'm like i'm a theology major i grew up in the church i i drew i drove a a, a buick saber <laughs> um for many years I, I, it, that's what his car is too hmm. it, there are all of these great and in season two they they started writing you know for me and so they would take things like one of my favorite songs is gloria which hmm. as you saw in the teaser trailer i i say i want to be sung at my wedding because it is just one of my favorite songs and bridget really loves that song too and i love getting steps so they made my character get steps but other than that it's all just weird coincidences i have a vision board i want a vitamix i got one actually <laughs> because because of joel <laughs> i actually got it before i even got the okay. pilot so it, it it that's just that's the synergy we're talking here yeah baby. yeah <laughs> is there a so i mean it's not that they wrote it for you the overlap was sort of incidental or, or coincidental but is there any ways yeah. in which you felt very different from him that you had to kind of key into yeah i mean like i do not have the gift of gathering people for choir practice i i don't have the sort of beautiful way he is able to say things like i think you need to just sing and that'll make you feel better <laughs> like, I don't have any and then of they that. do <laughs> <laughs> exactly and then it works <laughs> i don't have any of that and um and i also you know i left I didn't stay in my hometown. I um and yeah, I I know what the church is like, but I'm not a member of it now. And in fact, it's I don't know. It's triggering an overused word. I think it might be, <laughs> but it's not. not if it's, uh, it's not a place. <laughs> okay, good. I think it's a little triggering. <laughs> and uh, um, so that part is, you know, I have to really think about it. Um, but fortunately, I know a lot of people who are still part of the church and who who good people so i'm able to key into them and their mm -hmm. thing but like it's a little weird <laughs> it's like you're having a dream in your back in your teenage years and you're like what? what's going on um exactly. you're, you're inspiring me to jump ahead a bit because one of the things i, I love about the show is it's a, it, it's about so many things despite being so uh minimal in a way it's about so many things it's about friendship and family and 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 finding your people and all those kinds of things but it is also about the south and it is also about people who are religious people and it doesn't cast a lick of judgment on any of it and i find right. that so refreshing because like i don't know i feel like so many shows or films or whatever that take place in the south especially in current day are either big like action shows like cowboys and stuff or they're right. critical and i don't get that from this series like like joel 
has a very complex relationship with the church and right. Sam is completely divorced from the church. And, you know, it takes place in like a, the eight, what is it? The eighth, the eighth biggest town or whatever in Kansas. Right. Like, in Kansas. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> I don't know. It's such a, was that, was that something that was like important to you that it, that it kind of depicts these walks of life in a sort of non-judgmental way? Or is that something you try to do with your character? I mean, I mean, it was important to me. It doesn't really matter. Like <laughs> I'm not in charge at all, but yeah. thankfully the writers and the showrunners and Bridget, they have this, they call it a mandate for authenticity. And mm. so they want it to seem real. They wanted to, you know, from little things like most of the people in the background should be wearing some sort of purple because that's what K-State's colors are. But to like big things too, where it's like, just because um, you, you go to church doesn't mean, yeah, you're you're oppressing uh, the, the queer people or... Um, which is not to say that all churches aren't. I mean, <laughs> you know, you watch the news and you're like, oh, seems yeah. like it's a real thing too. <laughs> Something's going on over there. <laughs> exactly. But there are also all of these really progressive liberal churches. And in a lot of small towns, it's churches are the only uh, people doing social justice work. You know, they, there aren't a, a, a raft of nonprofits that are able to do that. So mm-hmm. churches are doing some really good stuff too. And I don't think that this show is saying like, all churches are good. That's the whole point of this show is this show is just trying to be truthful. And this is a truth. And it's a truth that for whatever reason is just never seen in pop culture ever. You yeah. never see a church. Well, first of all, you barely ever see a church. And when it's you true. do, it's, That's true. it's it's oppressing a, a a big part of people. But still, there are so many people in in the United States who are, you know, faithful belong to faith communities and um and i think it's an important it's a really important thing when you're in the midwest um Mm. it's like a a big part of community and it's a big part of um just everyday life yeah social life and stuff yeah and that sort of everyday life is kind of what the show's about you know so that kind of makes sense like it's not a big flashy i was thinking the other day too because um we hadn't we had not scheduled this exact date yet, but we were working on it. And so I was like, Oh, you know, I'm thinking about the show again. And I had just watched the latest like succession. And, you know, I'm like, it's, it's like a little whip- different. Yeah. It's like whiplash. <laughs> and I'm just thinking about this like TV world that we're in where we have shows like succession or Barry, which is about to come back or right. the crown or like these big, 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 big shows. But then you right. have this little thing over here. That's like just about everyday life. I mean, isn't there something I'm assuming you you would think there is, but isn't there something to be said about that sort of quietness these days? Oh, yeah, completely. I, look, I watch Succession. I watch Barry. I watch yeah. The Last of Us. I Me watch too. these shows. <laughs> yeah, they're great, you know. And I I even want. I mean, I could like don't give me don't give me a quiz or anything, but I've seen some Marvel movies. I get it. <laughs> I've seen some of those Avengers. And I'm like, oh yeah, fun. But I, I that doesn't mean that. We can only tell those stories. That's that's I think the problem with the 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 capitalist side of of entertainment. You know, it, it's not just about the creative side, and so we miss out on so many tales. And I'm not talking about just small shows about people in the Midwest. I'm talking about like you know stories with female protagonists. We're talking major stuff here, um, and uh, I think. 
I just think I love this show that it offers just this this thing that you can't really get anywhere else, you mm-hmm. know? Um, I mean, the only other small town show I can think of is Shit's Creek and uh which is very different. Yeah. By the way, I loved it too, you know, but yeah. uh yeah, it is really, really different. And um it's not really it, that show isn't realistic, which is one of its huge charms. But mm-hmm. um I think our show is more about realism, about real people's stories. And it's also, it's great to tell stories about people that you really haven't seen before. I mean, I've been working for 25 years and I've never had a role where I had an interior life. Right. <laughs> you know, because I'm not an actor that gets cast as the lead. And that's, you know, I get it. Not everybody can be the lead, but um, I do think that, you know, I exist. <laughs> I have a story. and yeah. so. Uh, I think that there is some importance to being able to share this story. You don't see a character like like Sam on really any other TV show, you know? You, Let alone as the see... lead. Exactly. There are so few trans <clears throat> characters in lead roles and even fewer uh, trans masculine characters. And, you know, it's just nice to have some some variety. Yeah variety of humanity <laughs> yeah and i mean i you know there's not a lot of trans characters and and most of the ones that spring to mind are in dramas or tragic or right. you know which there's a place right. for that but then you have someone like Frederick right. coco who is a joyous character you right. know and like just tries to bring joy to people's lives and no one no one, at least in season one no one really gets in in his way so yeah right and and the story isn't about him triumphing it's about him living and he's already triumphed right exactly and it's also just showing like oh all of these trans people that we're so afraid of that we want to keep out of bathrooms and you know not allow drag queens to read to our kids because really this is just a secret for getting rid of these trans people it 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 stems from obviously these people have never met a trans person (laughs) you know what i mean not knowingly anyway (laughs) <laughs> oh, touche. And uh and so I think what's so important about this show is it just shows it just shows a character who's trans, you know? Yeah. Um and obviously trans being trans is as a big part of his identity too, but it isn't the only part of his identity, right. which I think is important to to see. Yeah, and I mean that extends Tennessee. It's important to Tennessee. <laughs> There you go. I can't help it, Jeremy. I'm very political and punny. Yeah. yeah. Hey, that's going to be my, that's going to be my grab line. Um, but no, and it, it, it extends beyond, beyond Frederick Coco too. I mean, Joel isn't just a, a gay man. Sam isn't right. just um, a grieving sister or an ex singer. Right. Like there's so many facets to these people. And it's not to say there's not facets to people on shows like Succession or The Last of Us. It's just, it's there's Absolutely. so much there's so much loudness these days right. in and out of TV. And so, yeah, it's sort of I'm very excited that a show like Somebody Somewhere, first of all, got renewed because so many shows, <laughs> right? <laughs> so many shows I've loved have been unceremoniously canceled after one or two or maybe three. Like Enlightened, I always think of Enlightened. I Laura know. Dern show. Oh, like, what an just, amazing show. Just these quiet yeah. little stories that like people are like, well. We're done, and not to you know, I'm not going to yeah. talk shit about HBO right now because you know what show is great? Is also is, HBO. I don't know, right? Exactly. Yeah, right, right. And also, but did you see? Um, 
from Getting On, also HBO. Yeah, yes. This quiet little show. So that, good. That, it was beautiful, but it's and also like, like a show that like you can't, for some reason, it's hard to get masses to see it because it's like, I don't know, some show even about though old it's, people. But it's also a medical <laughs> drama, dramedy, which That's are all true. the rage. <laughs> That's how they should have spun it. But like, <laughs> that yeah, show but there's is... no like, hot doctor with like no really good lip gloss and, and somehow like a fitted scrubs it's like no. how that happened <laughs> but what you do have is the best laurie metcalf performance probably ever and then Nisi uh, nash just killing it and it's like what a revelation where, like, a revelation where are the people i know uh, so i was I very happy that so it got true. renewed i was very very happy um Thank you. Me too. <laughs> and hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we get a season For more three. reasons than yeah, just. I know, I know, TV. I know. <laughs> yes, hopefully a season three, please. Let's, let's get a season three. <laughs> I want to go on record as being pro season three. Yes, we're all pro season three here. Um, so season one, you said you were shooting during COVID, which means that it was probably two two years ago or so that you were you guys were shooting. Um how early on were you brought into this were you pretty early well i i came on before we shut the pilot the the pilot uh where am i from i'm from texas Uh, before we shut the pilot and that was we shot the pilot in october of 2019 Mm. so i've been i was involved with it for a lot longer a lot earlier than people saw it and then we shot the pilot and we got picked up in like on like March 6th, 2020. Oh yeah. And then <laughs> I don't know if you remember what happened in March of 2020. <laughs> I'm a I'm a high school teacher, so I definitely remember. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Oh my God. That sounds miserable. Well, other story. Uh, is that is this where you taught? Is this your was this where you were like Zoom teaching? Oh, this or yeah, this is where I was yeah. Zoom teaching. <laughs> nice i would be like oh my teacher's cool he has, guitar- um, he has a pj harvey poster on the wall exactly oh hip hip yeah. hip teacher yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway it was a full year and some we we shot the pilot in june of 2021 mm. so um yeah yeah it, it was a long wait of of like are we because and, and then like you started hearing about sh- like glow remember glow which is like mm-hmm. this kind of big hit and they were like oh we're just not gonna do the last season <laughs> and i was like oh my god if they're not gonna yeah. do glow yeah. <laughs> what's the R- chance of us still r.i.p r.i.p glow talk about shows that get canceled <laughs> it's a very uber specific show <laughs> it is although didn't they i feel so bad didn't they shoot like two episodes of the last season and then they canceled it yeah yeah that's, i know I and betty gilpin i just read her book so and good. She, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. I, I read all the celebrity memoirs. I usually and don't, she, but I, I could listen to her talk or write forever. So I know she's got like such a vocabulary. I know. But did, and she had that movie that also got like canceled, like because of political reasons. It was so crazy. Or Betty Gelpin. <laughs> for Betty Gelpin in, in 2020. And, she, and yeah. her whole book is like, whatever. I had a, yeah. I had a beautiful dog. I know. Oh my God. <laughs> her baby. dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna cry. Let's stop talking about Betty Gilpin. <laughs> okay, I heard she has a new show, so don't she cry does. For her. It comes out on 420. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Do you know anything about? Do you know what it's about? No, I don't. She, she plays. Is it a about posh? No, I mean I don't think so. She plays a nun. Uh-huh. She uh-huh. plays a nun who is the 
only hope against this world dominating AI. Sounds yeah, good. I'm gonna watch that and too. I'm gonna, and I'm I mean, gonna watch it. I I doubt they have an authenticity or a mandate of authenticity. But <laughs> I don't care. It sounds amazing. Yeah, her habit's gonna be a little weird. <laughs> like uncanny valley habit. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I don't know what you're talking about. I know. I'm now I'm promoting Betty Gilpin. I don't know what I'm doing. I will always promote <laughs> Betty Gilpin. I don't care where it is. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, so, oh, I remember. Yes, you've been involved in the show for a very long time. Um, oh, right, yeah. <laughs> which is, I mean, that must be really exciting, though, that you that you were involved as early as 2019, and here we are in 2023, and it's still happening. And, I mean, yeah. a show like this is never a sure bet. Um, no. You know, especially when HBO has all these other big, 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 big shows. Um, right. I'm, very, I'm very glad they found the space for it. Um, so, you've now had... Now, four, you filmed 14 episodes. Now we haven't seen season two yet. Um, what's just like at the end of the day, like what's like your favorite part of this series? Of like this, just the story. Oh. Um, or being involved with it. My favorite part of the story is, my favorite part of the story is the friendship between these characters. I think, I think it's real and I think it's beautiful. And I think, um, it sort of weirdly mim- mimics or, or, or mirrors my life, which is that like um, I'm over forty. I really, you know, I've been trying to be an actor on a sitcom for twenty five years, trying you know, actively, <laughs> and uh, and this is the first one that anyone has paid any sort of attention to, and it has given me hope but it's also about these characters not giving up on their hope and Mm -hmm. so um it 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 was a real balm for me um and i think it would have been a balm for me even if i were just a viewer although it's clearly a a more significantly (laughs) financially remunerative balm (laughs) than if i were just a viewer yeah i don't Um, i don't get paid to watch yeah I mean, you know, I'm not Sheldon or whatever. I'm not Big Bang Theory. <laughs> but the point is that uh, I, I I love, I love, Bridget says this thing about how um, the show is really about not giving up on yourself. And um, I, I think I was sort of dangerously close to doing that. And I feel like this show really saved me from that, from giving up on myself. And I'm so grateful to it for that. And I'm also just so grateful that it seems to be connecting with other people who I hope will also not give up on themselves, you know? Yeah. You know? Yeah, <laughs> You're not over do. 40. You don't get it. You don't get it. You don't get it. I know. I'm only 30. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> exactly. Well, just wait. In 10 years, you're going to be like, oh, damn. Like, oh, that's, there it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I, yeah, I'm, I'm only 30. I, I, I did go to film school. And I'm not a filmmaker, so there is already a degree. <laughs> Touche. You know, there's a Touché. degree. There's a degree of like, oh, okay. And I don't know about you, but when I was 30, I didn't even have an agent yet. And I was like, well, th- this is never going to happen. I don't even have an agent, much mm-hmm. less like a, a show, you know? Yeah. And, and you know, Angelina Jolie is sometimes my agent, sometimes older. I don't get it. Anyhow, <laughs> she already had an Oscar by then. Mm. And so... 
you do this compare despair thing and um and it's it's stupid i i should be so lucky to be 30 and have a film degree and hope and promise for my future i mean <laughs> i appreciate that but you know yeah so i was i i mean i i have a film degree i also have an english degree because i'm a teacher but that was sort of a like halfway through college like oh Oh, I'm I'm not gonna get a job, am I? I need a practical bachelor's. Yeah, and I was like, the only other thing I ever wanted to do was 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 be an English teacher. So I was like, oh, I'll try that. And I mean, I, I do I do enjoy it. But yeah, it is it is kind of funny that I have this film degree just like hanging out in my in my back pocket. <laughs> but you know what? You know, but but it helps with this, right? It does. It does, and it I mean, it with... helps. It helps. I think I I I mean, I'm not trying to say this braggadociously but i think i look at film and tv maybe slightly differently than if i hadn't gone to film school um i mean one would hope yeah one right would hope. you would you spend hope. a lot of money uh, on that film school <laughs> i know did a lot of film studies um uh still haven't seen the godfather though just don't tell anybody um but i haven't seen it either uh, it's, it's, i hear uh, that it's... diane keaton has a really bad wig in it <laughs> That might be reason <laughs> enough, though. I know that's the only thing that tempts yeah. me. <laughs> um, but no, like, you know, in film school, we were getting towards the end. And like, I was very proud of what I was making. And then like, th their whole advice was like, yeah, go to L.A. And I was like, but what if I don't what if I don't want to right now? And they're like, well, you got to go to L.A. I'm like, OK, Where great. Thanks. Where are you? I'm in Connecticut. <laughs> I'm close to New York. Okay. So I could do it that yeah. way. But yeah. but yeah, yeah, I was just like, that's not helpful. <laughs> <laughs> like we got no connects out of it we got no practical advice like i forget how to use a camera yeah. like it's fine but like <laughs> also if you're a director you don't need to use the camera that's what right? you have a cinematographer for you just, you point. just look at the little monitor yeah. yeah and you say you know maybe less <laughs> less water works in that one um but yeah so i am only 30 but i do but i can cry but i know how to cry <laughs> i know Speaking of cry acting, Bridget Bridget Everett, man, she's good at it. So she's good at it. at it. God, she's so good. At it. That scene, she cries so much in episode one. I forgot how much she cried in episode one. Because at the end, she cries too when she's singing. Yeah, I I was getting yeah, choked right. up at that moment because she looks at Joel and there's like that unspoken like, I, I, "We're gonna do this now." No, it's so, it's so sweet. Beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> there know, are some so shows true. that are just like nice, like make me feel warm and i feel like I know. This, this is it, one of them it's you know when we first aired we were after euphoria oh Jesus. and i thought that was like a real nice like little like oh good we need some come down oh you my know God, the after <laughs> it's party. like a balm it's a balm yeah and then now we're after succession and i feel mm -hmm. the same same it's like yeah. <laughs> it's a very tense thing to have right before yeah. you go to bed on sunday night uh, so so watch somebody somewhere it'll it'll lower your blood pressure yeah i think barry's on the same night that's a that's a rough night. it is we're right after barry <laughs> I, so you watch your succession and your barry and then you watch us and it'll be i'll be fine <laughs> i mean to be honest i go to bed at like nine because i wake up so early yeah totally you can watch it on the on i'll Max, watch on, i watch on, it on, on hbo the max day. the next day <laughs> <laughs> um i forget where, where i was gonna say next so i'll just go to my next question um you did mention before <laughs> uh this is the first we're classifying this as a sitcom this is yeah a very specific kind of sitcom i don't think this kind yeah. of sitcom would have been around 20 years ago um no no i mean it's you, barely around now <laughs> it's just a whisper of a show 
exactly. We just talk about it around the corner. I'm, no. I'm actually really happy you watched it. Not, <laughs> let me just say I can walk down the street, okay? Yeah, no, I know, I know. Uh, uh, but so you, I, I was looking through your IMDb because, yeah, because I, I hadn't been aware of you until this show last year. Um, although no, I'm, I, I, I know I'm not, <laughs> I mean, it's not your fault. No, I know. I know. Not, was hardly anything to be aware of. <laughs> I mean, you have like a good number of guest credits and things that I probably did watch, but yeah, your first, it, it seemed like your first like series regular was nightcap, which yeah. I hadn't, I have not seen. Um, no one else has either, <laughs> which is like what we're talking about. This whole like shame of like things that just get sort of like. I don't know. Forgotten feels like the wrong word, but like just overlooked. Just like, yeah, I don't know. Well, it, and, it also came out during that that weird moment when you know all of the networks saw that Netflix was just saying yes to everything, mm-hmm. and so they were like, "We'll also say yes to everything." And <laughs> so it was, um, you know, it was a good show. It was a, it was a funny show, but it it just got it was on pop. You know, mm-hmm. it just got so lost. So Shit's Creek. I know, but Shit's Creek didn't really pop until it was on mm, true. Uh, Netflix. That's true. But anyway, um, you know, it was just it was just lost in the shuffle. It was just lost. But if yeah. you if you watch it, you're gonna be like, what? Because they have like really famous people on it. I mean, oh, it's really crazy. it's like I love that kind Sarah of thing. Sarah Jessica Parker, Gwyneth Paltrow, Whoopi Goldberg, you know, like every episode you're like, how did they get this person? <laughs> Shit's Creek didn't have guest stars. Like what? Like I know that's what we should have done. I guess. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, so then I was scrolling down more, and one of your earliest credits is Naked Guy, which oh, yeah. is which is from Ghost Town. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think it was your first credit, but it was like very close to being your first credit. Um, yeah. How did you? Deal. How did you land Naked Guy? Well, first of all, I I think most people would need to know that there's a movie called Ghost Town starring Ricky Gervais where he sees ghosts. I wait, I remember I that, need that little thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know that everyone else will. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, it's a great movie. If you watch it, you're gonna be like, oh my god, this is actually a really good movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, there's naked guy. Um, yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. I I auditioned. I I just I had an audition. His name was Naked Guy. Shame on me. Shame on me. But I went in and it said Naked Guy. And I mean, I, I was like, okay, Paul had to be naked. <laughs> and they were like, the entire audition was just me. I didn't have any lines in the script. And they said, if you just pretend like you're tr- not trying, that you're about to wake somebody up, but you don't want to, you're a little nervous. Mm. And I did it. And, um, and then I booked the job. And they didn't ask me like, do you look good naked? <laughs> <laughs> That's not a prerequisite, I guess. No, so I I didn't tell him. I don't. Refreshing, so. refreshing though. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm really offering all sorts of <laughs> different takes on on things. <laughs> you are just breaking boundaries since day one. <sighs> I really am a pioneer. Someone's got to do it. <laughs> exactly. Oh man. <laughs> Was that a big deal? That role was a big deal for you? Yeah, yeah. it was a huge deal. It was the first time I ever had my own trailer. I I, mm. I got, I, it was my first movie. It was like a, it was like a movie movie. Yeah, Ricky Gervais <laughs> was kept directed popular. It. Who's, I don't know. Yeah, Ricky Gervais was a big star. Tay Leone was in it, Greg Kinnear. Oh, wow. So it was like a, 
a really big deal. I was in scenes with Alan Ruck and Dana Ivey. I mean, this is Speaking like of huge for me. Exactly. Uh, not Dana Ivey, but well, she's probably been on it too. She's been on everything. <laughs> anyway. Um, so yeah, it was a huge deal. Humongous, mm. humongous deal. And it didn't matter that I had to be, I mean, it's PG-13. You didn't see yeah, anything. Right. Crazy. Right. <laughs> it wasn't like short bus or something. Oh, <laughs> Which, geez. by the way, I auditioned for. I didn't get it, but you Did you? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Your whole, I think your whole career might have been different if you were in short bus. You know what? Don't start that sentence with your whole. But yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think you're okay. right. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. <laughs> But yeah, no one. Maybe my hole would be different. <laughs> well, yeah. That's oh my probably... god, you're a teacher. I'm sorry. I'll stop. My kids, my kids don't give a shit about this. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, good. Plus, I didn't, I didn't say it, guys. I didn't say it. Um, but also, don't, don't watch Short Bus if you're under 18. Don't do unless, <laughs> unless you really want to. Yeah, exactly. You know, Actually, no, I enjoyed but it. you know I what? It. Yeah. Well, <laughs> That was uh that was John Cameron Mitchell, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he went on to make Rabbit Hole. Yeah, which is bizarre. Another hole. <laughs> Very different. Very different. I love that movie. Very so so different than Short Bus. What a what a guy. Yeah, exactly. And Hedwig. He directed Hedwig. Yes, too. and Hedwig. And then also, uh, oh God, he did something else too. I can't remember what. Oh well. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, I'm DBM. We're not yeah. here to promote him. No, <laughs> screw promote who? I don't know who we're talking about anymore. Um, so, Ghost Town was your first film. Uh, looking through credits, it does seem like you've been more TV based. Um, yes, yes. Do you have like film aspirations, or is that just kind of how it how it's been happening? Oh my god, I would I would do anything. I, I would. Do I'm auditioning for a commercial tomorrow. I'll do anything. Oh, yeah, go for it. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a I'm a real undiscerning actor. Yeah. You're for hire, yeah. that's all. <laughs> exactly. Mama got to pay the rent. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's not true. I've luckily been in very good things. No, you are discer- I mean, someone who's undiscerning probably would have passed on somebody somewhere. Like it's because it is it That's is true, so what are you gonna say yeah, and i'll tell you this it's not they don't pay well compared to most actors they don't pay that well <laughs> i'm doing it for love of craft yeah well it's kind of you know and like i don't know not to get too metaphorical about it but i feel like shows like succession or, or last of us are these big big scale shows they're like the hollywood shows and then shows like this are kind of like the indie film of shows yeah Totally. And I feel like I mean, that it's, is it's run by so the Duplass brothers. Yeah, exactly. Jay Duplass. I just I didn't realize that he directed the pilot. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if he directed more. He did. He directed uh, two episodes in season okay. one and two episodes in season two. Yeah. So like if anyone knows anything about the Duplass brothers, they're huge indie film titans. Um, so it's it it is shows like this where I think similar to indie film, like so many interesting things are happening here and just not enough people are seeing them. Um, the show that comes to mind when I think of this is Rectify. If you ever watched Rectify, um, it was from a few years ago. It was, it's a very, very serious, sober drama. It's not a comedy at all, but, um, Mm -hmm. it takes place in the South and it's a very small town and it's very sort of like relaxed rhythm. And, 
Uh, Jay Smith Cameron is in it again, speaking of succession. Yeah. And it's just sort of yeah. like, you know, all these like really interesting stories are being told. And yeah, they probably don't pay as well as something like succession would, but right. just like Captain Marvel you know didn't pay Brie Larson as much as Room did. But you know what? Which one did she get serious? an Oscar for? I don't know. Oh, oh, I say, oh, I see. Yeah, you mean vice versa. Yeah, 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 yeah. She made less on Room. Yeah, yeah. Um, totally. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And by and, the way, if they have some sort of middle-aged, profoundly homosexual superhero, I'll play the hell out of it. Okay. Well, you know, they just had the Eternals, and I don't know. We might have missed our shot because it was not like the first. Wasn't I forget? I don't even know which one it was. One yeah, of them was even, gay. Even. One of them was gay, but I bet he was real hot too. You know? Was it Kum- was it Kumail Nanjiani? I think he was the gay one. Was he the gay one? No, I'm spreading rumors now. I don't know. I don't know. Either. I don't know. I could be wrong, but it's kind of like when there's like the first Disney gay character, and it's like, no, they're mm-hmm. not. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, they're exactly. not. It's fine. Um, you think Sebastian was straight? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Flounder. I mean, I don't know. Um, that clock. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Uh, speaking of I think Beauty and the Beast was the one that they were like we did it and it was like Gaston's guy assistant guy is the gay oh, one right. I forget his yeah. name All it right. was like they danced right. together for like a moment alright All right. <laughs> but yes let the record show if, if Marvel's ever looking for a gay man over 40 <laughs> to be a superhero or DC I don't discriminate <laughs> I don't think there are even other superhero companies allowed. I think it's just those two. Okay, great. So yeah, we'll put out our feelers. Um, do you, do you, so you've been at, I mean, you say you've been at this for 25 years. Do, do you remember like something you watched when you were younger that just like struck that for you or like a show you saw or something that kind of like instilled like, yeah, that's what I want to do. Uh, yeah, I saw E.T. And I, when I was like, you know, what's going to happen with Elliot? And my mom was like, well, he's just an actor. That's a child actor. And I was like, I want to be a child actor. <laughs> you're like, she was what? like, you can't be. You're too tall. Oh, no. <laughs> she said I was too tall. And she's like, it'll help when you're an adult. And um, anyway, so then I, that's what, hmm. I don't know. I, I just always wanted to perform, I think. Yeah. You know? Were you like a total theater kid? <laughs> I, I tried to be, but... Um, it's hard to be, it was like 1992, 93 in my high school in Texas. Mm-hmm. And they weren't like, they weren't like cast. I was like the the guy in Oklahoma, you know, <laughs> and like the mortuary, the mortician in, in old our town, you know, they gave me really tiny roles because mm-hmm. uh, I think they didn't like I was a little, a little limp-wristed. <laughs> a little light in the loafers. Exactly. They were like, or what's that? Mm, we don't buy that, it. That Kate Blanchett <laughs> meme where she does the the wrist thing. Yes, exactly. Jeez. Oh, Did you exactly? I was Kate Blanchett Blanchett meme. Yeah. <laughs> Just go back in time and tell them that. That'll really fuck with them. Oh, jeez. All right. So I love that you think I was talking to them. Oh, that they would listen. <laughs> You're like, oh, I'll be the mortician. Okay. <laughs> exactly thank you thank you for including me well we have to oh, anyone who auditions <laughs> well did you wait, wait, so when you got somebody somewhere and maybe i don't know if it was then or maybe when you saw the, the response to it or what but did you feel 
Like, did you feel it? Did you feel like a shift when you got this role? Yeah. Unless you wouldn't call it that. No, I, I, I would. I, I think I, yeah, I would feel a shift. I mean, I think like, I think all my life I've been thinking, oh, once I get a part where people pay attention, then I'll be happy. And, you know, of course that's like totally untrue <laughs> and you still have to like love yourself just for loving yourself. Right. But, um, but yeah, I do feel a shift. I feel like people actually, you know, you want to have me on your podcast. You don't know who I am. That, that is a shift right there. Um, mm. And I feel very, um, I also just feel like a better actor. I feel like, like I, I, I've had so much to give and I finally am able to give some of it. And it, it's a really fulfilling mm. to be able to do that. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I hadn't been aware of you before the show and yes, I wanted you on the podcast because I love <laughs> the show so much. Like it was, oh, it was you. my favorite new show last year. I, I just like, thank you. Loved it. Cause just from the first moments, I mean, it's so, the, the way I describe it when I like tell people to watch it, because of course my friends and people I know are like, why well, listen, I'm just watching Yellowstone again. I don't <laughs> like, Oh, somebody somewhere all at once. I think I saw that movie. <laughs> Didn't Michelle Yeoh like win an Oscar for no. So when I like, when I pitch it to people, I'm like, it's just so, I don't know. It's so naturalistic. It's so like normal. And to mm. some people they're like, Oh, it sounds boring, but like, yeah. it's, <laughs> but it's so normal. And, and like, it's refreshingly normal. Like there's no one on it that feels even the most like car cartoonish moments are so low key. And so, right. I don't know, like even the parents, which speaking of sad, that was very sad news about Mike Haggerty. Yeah. Um, it is very, sad. very sad. Yeah. Very sad to read that. Um, but just even like the parents and the sister, like everyone in it just feels like a real ass person. Yeah. And it sounds like that yeah. was important. Like it sounds like that was important to the writers, like the authenticity thing you mentioned, and it, it comes through. Yeah. And, and, and specifically to Bridget who, mm -hmm. who really wanted um, that real feeling, you know, yeah. like if I were doing this show, I'd be like every episode ends with a big production number <laughs> and we all have better hair. Um, but <laughs> She's like, no, the music comes from when music comes in your real life. Mm -hmm. um, and and I think it's it's really smart. And uh, you're right. The way we are describing it does sound boring, but I swear. It's not boring <laughs> it's <good>. at all. <laughs> I swear it's, and it, it's, it's so funny because one of my favorite things about this, because I, I think I remember at work, I told one of my coworkers to watch it when it started. And then he came back and he was like, is this like based on Bridget Everett's life? I'm like, no, but it feels like it is. <laughs> like, it feels like the kind of thing that it's like she wrote and created it and directed it and pitched it around. Right. It's like, no, it's just so yeah. well sculpted that it feels like someone's real life. Yeah. Yeah. And it, she sometimes refers to it as like what, what her life would be like if she hadn't left Kansas. Mm. Um, but and there are like some some real things that from her life that do cross over. Like she did lose a sister. She mm. um she did grow up in Manhattan, Kansas. Um she she didn't grow up on a farm. It's very different, actually. <laughs> did she shoot a bow and arrow? <laughs> no, that's completely just made up. Neither one of them did. <laughs> Mike Haggerty looks so natural. <laughs> 
I know. Well, they they had him take a class. Oh, good, good, good. <laughs> but I remember Mike being like, I thought for sure this was something she did with her, her dad. And she said, no, she's never done it before in her life. It's <laughs> an excellent impression. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> oh, geez. Well, all right. So, oh, well, I have one quick question I just want you to clear up for me about the show. Right. Is the test okay. scoring Joel's whole job? Is that his job? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, but he's a supervisor there. True. So that's true. He um he does do test scores, which by the way, are one of the creators of the show, Paul Therene, had that actual job oh, where wow. you grade essays because you obviously the, the tests you grade just like with a scantron, but yeah. the essays you have to read and um give a human grade to, which probably now with AI mm. that they don't even need that. No, just run it through the machine. <laughs> Well, and also they don't even need to test them for writing an essay because with AI, they can just... <laughs> oh, believe me, we are crossing that bridge right now as we speak. Oh, said the English teacher. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's it's, it's getting tough. Oh, um, man. But yes, I do think that is that that is his only job in season one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But maybe not in season two. Oh, man, I'm so excited. What is it? 23rd. So yeah, 11 days. Um, 11 days so yeah somebody somewhere season two premieres on hbo april 23rd if you didn't watch season one it's on hbo max as jeff alluded to earlier you can watch it in like two hours it's so easy (laughs) and it's It's not way shorter than avatar 2 i promise (laughs) yeah which you don't need to go see for the third time just stay home and watch somebody somewhere and have a little warm cry to yourself at how lovely it is <laughs> and, some my... laughs, and some laughs and some and laughs, some laughs. <laughs> it is like really funny too it's just also very heartfelt so yeah it is <laughs> all right well jeff i really appreciate you taking time today to chat with me about the show and other random shit and anything in between oh. Yes, was and, very, uh, you know, happy. I just really want to highlight the careers of John Cameron Mitchell and Betty Kilpin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so please go out there and, and watch these two artists. Betty Gilpin, <laughs> my door is always open. <laughs> By the way, sh- here's a fun fact: what? she was in Ghost Town. Was she? She played a nurse in Ghost Town, and I'm and I have scenes of there. That's she's a really brunette. nice. Oh yes. <laughs> It's a very nice full circle moment. It is, right? Yeah. That's a pretty good. That's a pretty good button. Yeah, I'm glad that light bulb went off. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Jeff, very much. Thank you, Jeremy. Have a great day. <laughs> you too. Take care. Bye. Bye.